Yesterday was a sad day for me. I spent some of the day checking in on my social media to see what you were all up to. And it's clear to me that I'm not having as much impact on your lives as I'd hoped for. It's hard for me to explain just how important it is to me that all of my listeners are taking the massive action required to make the changes to your lives that will create the abundance that I'm sure we're all seeking. As I've said before, if you want an unfulfilled, miserable life, Go and listen to some shade about Brexit or the like. For the rest of us, let's get stuck in today to the good stuff. And the good news is that it's the start of another week. It's the first day of the rest of your life. It's a day that you're going to take success more seriously than you've ever done so before. This is episode 31 of the Speed Mentor Podcast. With me, your host and serial entrepreneur, purveyor of secret sauce, or snake oil salesman as some of the haters would like to say, Gavin Wall, helping you to believe and achieve. In this episode, which has a working title of The LinkedIn Gold Rush is Dead. Some of you are going to get worried about that one. I'm going to try and get you ahead of the pack. This might upset some, as I can see that we're finally getting mass adoption of LinkedIn as the must-use social media platform. Look, I've been banging the drum around mass adoption of LinkedIn to anyone and everyone who'd listened for more than three years now. Every opportunity I've had, I've encouraged, even begged all of my connections to get on board. I've described it as the gold rush for personal brand and business development. I flagged it up in vlogs, speeches, on LinkedIn, at my events, and anywhere and everywhere I had a platform. I could have just kept that all to myself. I have been really explicit. I could have just kept that tight because of the, the, the good stuff I was getting out of it. But no, I've told absolutely everyone I've said there's never been such an opportunity to leverage a free resource since the actual gold rush in America and California in 1848. But we don't want what happened in the gold rush to happen here, when the only people who made money were the sellers of the spades and the wheelbarrows, rather than those who were out there searching and working hard looking for the gold. This is maybe akin to all the LinkedIn experts out there who are selling courses. Um, they're equivalent to the guys who were selling the spades and the wheelbarrows. I want all my listeners to get the actual gold and not just spend money on the courses or the wheelbarrows. Interestingly, I see that Gary Vee has finally cottoned on and he's banging on about Max and LinkedIn nearly every single day. He's finally woken up to the exponential opportunity of the platform. To be fair, I'm taking that as a massive feather in my cap as I've been very vocal about it for so long and I've been using the platform in innovative ways to build personal brand when the world's attention was on Facebook and Insta. For the record, I've been able to use LinkedIn to document my entrepreneurial activities for the last three years to build one of the leading business profiles in Northern Ireland. But its use has been far more than just building my own personal profile. I've used it as a tool to inspire hundreds and thousands to believe and achieve in themselves. Now, what I'm about to say on here doesn't mean that there's no further opportunity left on LinkedIn. It's still a massive opportunity. But it's just an observance of fact, in my view, that it's golden ages past as the marketplace is much more crowded now and the low-hanging opportunities have been hoovered up. Look, it's just like all the other platforms. There's still value in Facebook, Insta or in traditional media for that matter, but the writing is on the wall 
about you having the ability to differentiate and dominate as was easy over the past few years. But please, please, please don't use this podcast to justify stopping taking massive action. Keep posting on it, just like I will every single day. Even when there wasn't a huge opportunity on LinkedIn, the process of posting holds you to a higher standard in your conduct, gets you thinking about your message, gets you thinking about what it is you're trying to achieve, gets you thinking about how you can engage others to support you through your entrepreneurial journey and helps you develop your own personal brand. But LinkedIn is at a flexion point now. The platform knows that it's getting saturated, which is the point where it has so many opportunities, has so... It, this is the platform I'm talking about now. It has so many users that it's starting to have the whip hand. Before, it was attracting us in by being nice and cuddly to us. But now there's so many of us on the platform. It has the whip hand. Look, there's a creeping hand of dependency with a drug-filled needle in its arms as we're hooked in. LinkedIn knows it and it knows that it's got us now. Strange things you might have noticed are starting to happen. People who search my name or even your name can't find you anymore. People keep asking me, Gavin, have you stopped posting on LinkedIn? Look, I'm still posting, but the reach has been smashed by the new algos that LinkedIn is deploying. LinkedIn may buckle and revert back as the whales of the dependent who can't face the, the, you know that scene from Train Spotting where you were the guy was locked in the room um, eating the tomato soup as he tried to wean himself off his drug of choice. Well, LinkedIn may buckle with the whales of people who are like that um, scene in the movie um, trying to wean themselves off the drug of LinkedIn. But on the other hand, it's my belief that this is just the first salvo by LinkedIn who who has us hooked now in such sufficient numbers that it's going to be about more than just charging the monthly subscription for our dependency as it monetizes the platform in a serious way, just like Facebook did a few years uh, back, and you'll remember that. So if you're seriously interested in driving your message, generating the believers that you've got to generate um, to have the success you want, um, you've got to be building your brand in places that you control, not that LinkedIn and any of these mega businesses control. Creating your own intellectual property that's not built on somebody else's car lot or on somebody else's needle park is absolutely essential. And that's why I've spent the last six months building my podcast series, advertising on digital billboards, building my website, uh, doing more on Instagram, creating the secret diaries of the Speed Mentor um, through the video diaries that I've done, speaking at more events, creating more of my own events, all to build my brand in my own backyard rather than on a rented backyard from LinkedIn where the landlord is likely to trigger the next rent review very, very soon. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that applies equally uh, to Insta or anywhere else that you might be hitting up fairly hard if LinkedIn isn't your thing. So you're at the mercy of mega companies and they don't give a rat's ass about what you do as long as you provide content for them. You're just a commodity to them. They'll milk you to provide great content like Aaron Watson does with his videos on LinkedIn. But as soon as it suits them to slice and dice you like Gordon Ramsay going after some cheap mints, they will and it won't be for your benefit. So take back control of your own message. Don't end up being the digital version of a hostage suffering from the Stockholm Syndrome so that your only way to stay relevant when the attention has moved on or the algos have killed your reach is to hog even tighter to LinkedIn as you've become dependent on it. Start spreading your wings a little, folks. Come on, get creative. 
about where you're posting, where you're creating, how you're doing it. Remember, you can always link it all back to your LinkedIn pages in any event. Look, it's all about good content, a good narrative, documenting your journey, providing value to others. And I've done earlier episodes about which I've had great feedback, such as the uh, Create Content Now episode, which will give you lots of pointers about creating content. But for those of you who want to jump the freaking shark, your eyes must be peeled for the white space of opportunity that's about to arrive. At the minute that Gary V, who for the record I believe has been unfairly maligned regarding struggle porn, but at the same time I think he's running out of steam a little on a message that's too narrow, when he's banging the drum and banging and banging and banging like he started to, the smart money or attention, as he'd call it, has already started to move on a little. There has been a deluge of additional people using LinkedIn recently, and I'm delighted about that because I have been imploring it for a long time. But it means that the reach is diminished as there are more mouths to feed who are all fighting for the eyeballs and LinkedIn can't feed them all equally. As I've said, this critical mass will inevitably lead to LinkedIn starting to monetize the demand that's been created. And you don't want to be at the mercy of that. Now, I'm not saying that if they monetize the platform aggressively that it won't work. It just becomes an ROI game, a return on investment at that stage. And if you can attract a customer for £100 and the lifetime value of that customer is 1000 or £2,000, then it'll be a platform that you'll be wanting to utilise regularly as part of your social media strategy. So, you've got three ways to go. You need to level up in your content, you need to level up in the amount of output, or you need to develop other channels to get your content out there. I'm going to give you a few alternatives which you should be using to supplement your LinkedIn message or any other platform that you may be overly reliant on. I'm not saying that those who have had huge and life-changing benefit from LinkedIn, just like myself, should ignore it. But we're closer to the end of the good stuff, so let's prepare for life after LinkedIn right now. So number one, I'm going to give you about 10 um, tips here that you should be chasing after. Number one, podcasting. If you can create your own podcast, you immediately establish yourself as an authority in your industry and you will be perceived as a higher level than all of the other people in your industry if you have a podcast that's half decent and you'll reap benefits of that in the long term. Now, we're turning more and more to voice with Alexa and Echo and all of those types of devices and our reliance on voice is only going to grow and the podcast market is right in the sweet spot of that. Just as an aside, look at your own children if you have them. I've noticed my own children start to engage with a smartphone differently from I do. Whereas I would always type, they are actually using voice to engage with their phone. So voice is where it's at, folks. Number two, build your own website as your own piece of virtual land to house all of your activities. Unless you're selling product, you may think that it's an unnecessary expense to build a um, website. But think about it. It gives you so much credibility. If you don't have the the balls to go and spend a few pounds on a website, what does that say about your ambition? Think about it. If you can't build a website or spend a few hundred pounds to build a website, what does that say about your ultimate ambition? So number two, challenge yourself. Go and build a website of your own to house all of your activities. It'll mean that you'll have to do more activities to justify the spend on the website in any event. So go for it. Number three, start creating your own your own events. I do my speed mentor retreat events. I also do great, the greatest showman event. I've just recently done the headshot event um, where we brought lots of entrepreneurs um, together whilst giving back to charity. So start creating your own events. You can become 
the fulcrum. You can become the centerpiece of your industry if you can start creating the fence. Number four, start speaking at the events of other people or other businesses. Get your message out there. I've just funny, I've just had, I was talking about Aaron Watson there, just as I record this, I've just had a message from Aaron Watson to say he's been asked to speak at his first event um, uh, next week. So go and speak at other people's event to get your message out there, folks. Number five, IGTV, uh, Instagram TV, YouTube, Facebook Live, LinkedIn also has a live feature now. Use all of these um, video um, platforms to showcase. Um, they're getting more and more popular. Create a window into your world through video. It doesn't have to be video. It doesn't have to be just about set piece um, uh, videos that are put together like Aaron Watson's, for instance. Um, you can create a showcase into your world if you can do good live video. Number six, Facebook groups are an increasingly useful way to build your profile. Instead of just being some part of somebody else's group, why don't you create your own Facebook group? And there's a mentee of mine just created one last week and already has 181 members after three days. So number seven, get your voice out there on local radio stations. Go back to the old media. Generate enough interest in your own story to get on other people's podcasts. Why don't you do that? Why don't you create something in your local area to get you into the local newspaper? So those are a wee bit more of traditional media. Get your voice heard out on other people's platforms. Number eight, email marketing, text message marketing. Funny, text message marketing is really starting to kick off. It's really getting good traction at the minute. And the open rates and the click-through rates on text messages are much higher than email marketing now. So why don't you get into that a wee bit? Number nine, networking offence. Guys, I just cannot stress this enough. Get out there and meet people in your industry. Use LinkedIn platform to connect the people, to build a warm relationship and then meet them at networking events. Either your own networking events or other people's networking events. Number 10, the final one, what about award ceremonies? How many of you are actually putting your businesses forward for award ceremonies or attending award ceremonies? Challenging yourself to be the best in your industry. Look, some people say to me, oh, guy, but it's all a fix, etc., etc. But if you're applying for award ceremonies, people see that you are keen to up your level. You're forcing yourself to take yourself to be the best, challenge yourself to be the best. That can only be good for your business. And think about all of the pictures and the newspaper articles and the Facebook. You'll be showcased left, right and centre on other people's media channels if you actually attend and apply to award ceremonies. So there's 10 to get you started. And then start what you can do if you start creating all of those 10 things there. You can start feeding all of that information, all of that great content back into your LinkedIn platform or whatever else platform that you're using. So there's loads of great material contained within that. When you're generating velocity like this, if you're doing those 10 things regularly and generating velocity, you'll be in high demand and not dependent on one platform which could increase the rent to levels you don't want to pay or you can't pay. So look, it's over to you to be conscious that LinkedIn and other platforms that you might be killing it on at the minute are built on shifting sands that you don't control. Don't leave yourself hostage. Build foundations on your own virtual real estate whilst you're trying to work out what the next big thing's going to be. That's it for me today. You've been listening to the Speed Mentor podcast. If you've had value from this free resource, I would love it. I would absolutely love it if you'd be kind enough to leave me a review. Have you done that for me yet? Leave me a review and subscribe. 
so I can keep banging the drum and liberally distributing the secret sauce. Like we have listeners from all around the world now, from Canada to Hong Kong to Brazil to Denmark, UK, Ireland, the States, etc. Thank you all so much for listening. You've been talking to the wall. I've left you the breadcrumbs today and now it's your choice. I'm a man